Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Xochitl Carmona, and today I'm joined by Aisha Court. Aisha Z. Court, PhD, is a lecturer of Spanish in the Department of World Languages and Cultures at Howard University in Washington, D.C. Dr. Court earned her BA in Spanish from Yale University and her MA and PhD in Spanish literature from Emory University. Her research focuses on Afro-Latinx and Latinx film, literature, and cultural production with a specialization in Afro-Cuban cultural production. As an entrepreneur, Dr. Court runs the Viva la Lengua language courses and cultural immersion tours in Havana, Cuba, Oaxaca, Mexico, Barcelona, and Tulum via her company, Hey Dr. Court. She is also the founder of Vela Negra, a candle and home fragrance company inspired by her Afro-Cuban and Guyanese heritage with scents called Ache, Azúcar, Coqui, Morena, Rico, Huepa, Santa, and Raices. I found out about Vela Negra last winter when I was asking my friend what some of her favorite Latinx owned brands were for a blog post I was putting together. And my friend Adriana told me about La Vela Negra. And I was like, ooh, this is different. I have since purchased and fallen in love with the candles. So I'm excited to chat some more. And thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Court. What can I call you, Aisha? Call me Aisha. <laughs> we're we're going to be friends. Call me Aisha. Um, it's so great to meet you in person. Like, we follow each other online. I love your brand. I love your energy. Um, you won one of our giveaways too, yeah. which is awesome. Like, yeah. Um, so this is awesome. This is really cool. Yeah, super duper excited to go from stalking to befriending to <laughs> just finally chatting here on the podcast and just everything that you're doing. And on the Work Niha podcast, we like to get a little astrological to get to know our guests just a little bit more. So I asked Aisha to share with me her astrological top three that we call it. And that is her sun sign, which is your identity and where you shine, your moon sign, which is your body and your emotions, and your rising sign, which is your motivation for life. <laughs> She's taking notes. Write this down. Hold on. Should I type or should I write? I don't know. Your motivation for life. And sometimes um, maybe where you can come off as your ascendant, your rising really plays a big role. So if you feel like maybe sometimes you haven't um, been in touch, sometimes it's like it's a journey to like really getting in touch with your rising sign, which I feel like in my late 20s, that's when I really started to embrace it a little bit more as I learned a little bit more about astrology. So to um, expose Aisha's placements. <laughs> Her sun sign. Taking notes, man. Her sun sign, which most of us know is our birthday. She is a Libra. So our Libras are known as the scales. The lunar Libras are able to harmonize and bring peace to conflicted situations, balance, and justice seekers. Moon sign, which is, you know, really uh how you deal with your emotions and your body. Capricorn moon. Oh, I know. I know a Capricorn moon. My husband's a Capricorn moon. 
Um, they can have a serious and responsible nature. They are logical, method methodical, and practical beings. Um, definitely with him, one of the things I work on is with like getting those feelings out, you know, expressing them, those emotions. We work for it, but I, Gemini, I love that challenge. So I'm on it. <laughs> and for Aisha's rising sign, her ascendant is a Leo rising, a very strong minded, confident, optimistic and self-aware and definitely I was like oh the Leo sign the fire that just keeps burning maybe burning through these candles <laughs> and I can definitely attest that these uh candles absolutely can burn for hours as my husband totally forgot to turn one off the other night and I was like man that asuka fragrance really just like you know was lingering on he's like oh my gosh I left it on all night <laughs> oh, wow. my house smelled wonderful though it smelled great that's good that's good but blow out the candles i know i was like oh my god he's like oh it's all good <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness wow um fires but i love this little top three here it's a nice balance um you have a libra which is an air sign you have a capricorn which is an earth sign very grounded um mm -hmm. and then you have that fire fire leo sign that just you know probably pulls you through with all of these things that you're doing just reading off your resume i was like when do you sleep? When I pass out. Like, <laughs> I take naps, though. I do take naps. So that helps a lot. Those are important, I learned, especially as you get older. Yeah. I was like, stop taking advantage yeah. of those. So that's um, just a little bit about Aisha. So let's get to, you know, know a little bit more about her journey and what she does. So can you tell us more about yourself, where you come from, maybe what you were doing before you started Vela Negra and... How do you find the time and or decide to start another venture on top of all of your degrees? Um, so Bella Negra, I talked right in the mic. Um, <laughs> before Bella Negra um, and now I am a full-time lecturer at Howard University. So I teach four, sometimes five classes a semester, depending on what's needed. I teach Spanish, Spanish literature um, and culture. Um, and I'm teaching like a Cuban cultural expression course in the spring. So very academic, but always with the creative side, um, doing other things, whether it's in community, um, organizing things, or even with Hey Doctor Court, teaching classes and teaching language the way that I would actually want to teach it. Sometimes when you're teaching, whether it's a university or a secondary school, you do have to kind of form conform to a certain kind of model, right? Mm -hmm. um, you have to get them to a certain point. You have to use this book. You have to give this test, right? But when people learn language now as adults, you're really learning it so that you can communicate. Mm -hmm. So how, for me, Hey Dr. Court started with like, what is the course that I would wanna take if I were learning a new language, if I were learning Spanish? Um, and then I love to travel. So um, if you know me, if I can find a flight, I'm on it. Um, so, hey, Dr. Cord, I expanded it to cultural immersion. Again, how would you want to travel? Right? It's not that you need to know all the words in the language, but you need to drop down with some kind of mm -hmm. knowledge. So fusing language with travel and places that people don't usually get to go to. Um, before, like when I first started, nobody was talking about Oaxaca unless you knew Oaxaca. Now everybody's like, oh, what's that place over there? And nobody was going to Tulum when I first started going to Tulum. Now it's like South Beach. Um, Havana has always been like the mysterious 
place 90 miles south, but also having family there, right? And adding different places. So that's pre Melanera. Um, and then with the candles, like I've had it written down for a very long time. Um, uh, it was 2021 now. So yeah, like 2015, like I look back at an old notebook and I wrote it all out. Candle home brand. It's going to be this. It's going to start like this. It's going to look like this. Da, da, da. Like I write things down and then I look up like two, three years later and it's, it's there. It's like, where'd that come from? It's like, you wrote it down. <laughs> when you write it down, it becomes real, you know? Um, and the pandemic finally gave me a chance to do it. I was like, what are you doing? All your classes are online. Everybody's all anxious. How are you going to get this out? You can't go to the gym. You can't, you can barely walk outside because there's lockdown, whatever. So what are you going to do? Make stuff. Um, I used to crochet, but I didn't feel like crocheting. Like how many hats are you going to make in the middle of summertime? So <laughs> I made candles and yeah, I used to make them with my grandmother and it just kind of came back. And, <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a long story, but yes. No, good, good. And for like our audience who is not familiar, Vela Negra, this is indeed a Vela Negra. So tell them a little bit more about why you use black wax. Yeah, so Vela Negra literally means the black candle. And everything about this brand is blackity black, black. Like the wax is black, the containers are black, the labels are black, the box is black, the the paper that's inside the box is black, right? Um, I wanted something, one, that would represent me and my family and where I come from. Um, my mom's Cuban, my dad's Guyanese. Um, they are black, <laughs> they're Caribbean. Um, also, I wanted something that felt like luxe, like, you know, when it's like dripping, it's like inky, it feels sexy, right? When you open it up and you're like, well, this is for me? Like, yes, it's for you. Watch <laughs> yourself in sexy. Um, it, you don't see anything like that on mm -hmm. the market. Like there are other black candles, but it's not, it's not continued throughout. Um, and I was really deliberate about that. I wanted that to be something that was real and then black also people have this negative view of black candles if you're into burning candles that black is like for maldades and all that stuff and it's like no literally you should be burning black candles to dispel negative energies in your spaces when you buy if you're into crystals you like obsidian you like those um darker stuff there's another one I can't remember the name right now of course um but it's good for collecting negative energies and dispelling them so Black is a positive thing. It actually illuminates light, like, you know, so, and then fusing the black with the idea of a candle and fire breaking through the darkness and light and dark. Um, I was like, it has to be black. It, it has, to, the wax has to be black. That's Bella uh, Negra. Nice. And I, for me, I'm just like, candles like there are so many like candle businesses out there like so many where I'm like what is going on here like is this something I'm missing do I need to start making candles myself like what is it about yeah. candles that made you choose like this specific like venture like what is it about candles there's so many you know yeah yeah I wasn't even thinking like oh everybody has a candle brand let me get one too it was more like I'm sick of going to TJ Maxx and Marshall's and picking up random candles 
when I know how to make candles. So let me just go make some candles. And then I made a bunch and I gave some to like my sisters. I gave some to my friends. Um, and I started like boxing in. I was like, oh, this is kind of good. And they were like, this is kind of good. And I was like, it's good. Oh, it's good. <laughs> you know? Um, but then once you're in it and you're doing it as a business, there are a lot of fucking candle brands. Like mm -hmm. everybody got a candle brand. And I don't know if you see this, like when you're looking online and you're like doing your stuff in social media, the images, it just gets overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, I get very overwhelmed sometimes. So I stop <laughs> looking. Um, I can't follow too many brands, even though I love what they're doing and I think they're dope. It's just too much visual overload for me. And I'm like, I, I got a third party app put all my posts up there and I <laughs> post that way. And then I come in, I check the comments and I get off. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. And what was the first like candle that you made for Vela Negra? Oh, the first one was Morena. Of oh, nice. <laughs> Morena. Yeah, of course it was Morena. Um, and that's the one, like it literally smells like chocolate. Um, it's so good, but Morena is like one of my nicknames. Um, and it, it feels like love, but it's chocolate with like some berry and like a touch of vanilla. It will fill your whole house. Um, and my partner got sick of smelling it because he was here during quarantine. He was like, what is that fucking smell? God, make something else. <laughs> but I like this one. It smells like chocolate, but it would come from downstairs in the kitchen all the way upstairs. And it's like, this is, I can't, I can't do this right now. Can you stop burning these? I was like, I have to burn Tessa. <laughs> True. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Just some, but yeah, Morena was the first one. And then Ashe and then Azúcar. And then is Morena your favorite or do you have a, another favorite if you had to choose for yourself? <laughs> Morena is, is my go-to favorite. Um, so like even when I'm testing different things, I'm like, or vessels, if I get new vessels, I'm like, let me pour it in Morena and see, you know, like <laughs> see what happens. But there are some other ones like the Herencia collection that we did with um, Sammy G Designs, the Dominican Republic one. I know I'm supposed to love the Cuba one. I do love the Cuba one. <laughs> but the Dominican Republic one, it it's such a unique fragrance. Um, it's like sugarcane and, and clove and it's really good. And then the Cuban one I love because it's tobacco. And clove. I even made myself a, a body butter with the fragrance of a Cuban one. Like it's, yeah, I love those ones. And Ashe as a go-to, it just it feels like cleansing. Nice. I love yeah. that one. I when I was reading the description of Ashe, I was like, I need this one. And then mm -hmm. I love that you have actually like the little samples too. So I was able mm -hmm. to try the Ashe and the Azúcar, and I was like, yeah. dang, now I gotta try Morena. <laughs> Yeah, Morena is it hits, and a lot of people like Wepa too and Koki because they're 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 more tropical, they're lighter. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a range. I feel like oh for sure, okay. And then so now you're a professor, a language mm -hmm. coach, a traveler, and a maker. How <laughs> are you balancing it all? Ah, uh, we talked about this before. We got on this thing. I um usually. If it's not like this time of the year where we're getting ready for finals and finishing up midterms, I do, I'm very deliberate about my time and I block off time, like three hour chunks, sometimes two hour chunks, certain days I'm working on certain things. And when I'm working on that thing, that's what I'm working on. If it's Vela Negra, then that's what I'm doing. Whether it's buying supplies, making, 
um, packing orders. That's Vela Negra time. When it's time to plan my classes and do grading, that's what I'm doing. When it's time to update um, social media for Hey Dr. Court or Viva La Lengua, and I'm doing that if I have to check links, if I have a class to teach or private lessons, that's what it is. Lots of planning. I have paper planner <laughs> that I love, and then I back it up on my phone. <laughs> and Calendly is great. Um, it's a lot of time. Sometimes the ball gets dropped, and that's fine. I go take a nap, and I get up, and then I start over again. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm just laughing and listening to all this organization and structure and like blocking off and the plans. I was like, that is the Capricorn moon at work, organizing everything. Those Capricorn and Virgo moons are very strict and stuff, yeah. but at least you're not hard on try, or at least try not to be too hard on yourself when the ball is dropped. Cause that can be hard. <laughs> yeah. And that's been a process, like a learning process. Definitely. It's like, you can't do everything. You can do a lot, but if you need to lie down, go lie down. Um, and I go lie down. <laughs> That's good. That's the Libra move. <laughs> or Libra sun. <laughs> it's like a oh, luxury. Um, okay. And then, so you have been featured a lot. Good Morning America, Good Day Philadelphia, Radar Telemundo, Hip Latina. Recently, you had your products being sold at Macy's for the Hispanic yeah. Heritage Month. And I'm sure there's so many other outlets that I have not mentioned. Like, what has that felt like for you? Surreal. <laughs> really surreal. Like when Good Morning America, like that was the first one. Like there was other press before where I was like, oh shoot, like look at that. <laughs> you know, you get so excited, right? Um, but Good Morning America, that was really surreal because it was my birthday when that came out. Oh. Um, yeah, it was my birthday. And they asked for this stuff and they were like, oh yeah, we'll put it up sometime this week. And I was like, all right. I figured they'd tell me afterwards. And then I started getting pinged and people were like, yeah, we just saw you on Good Morning Work. I said, what are you talking about? I said, what are you <laughs> what? Excuse me? <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, and then these orders just started coming. Like my grandmother says, Sands of the Sea. Um, and it was like, oh shit, this is real. Like. <laughs> And it was getting the orders. And then like the three days after it kind of died down a little bit, it was like, oh, now you got to make the orders. Mm -hmm. And that's when all the COVID supply shortages started coming. Oh. So that was, yeah. So that was fun. Um, but then the other ones, like it just is really cool for people to see you. Like mm -hmm. a lot of times, like people don't understand small businesses, like we don't usually have a workshop or a workspace. We're turning parts of our home into business areas. We have full-time jobs. Then we got to take the second or third shift, right? Mm -hmm. To make things, to create things. And you're putting a piece of yourself out there, right? Um, and it's it's cool to see like your your baby out, but then it's like, that's my baby. Like, leave me don't like it. Like, no. <laughs> you know, or you do like it or... Sometimes people are mean and you're not mm. used to that because it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, you wouldn't talk to me like that if this was in person. You're thumb mm -hmm. thugging behind the screen. Right. Um, people can be getting so, bold behind the screen. It's like, really, bro? <laughs> yeah. I, I like to block and refund. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. I started doing that after that experience with that. Um, 
but it's really cool to see. And it's cool to learn other brands too, because there are brands that I hadn't heard about. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, oh shit, this is really dope. And then like, sometimes you reach out to people and you're like, we're at the same stage. Oh, awesome. And then you find like these little communities that you start building. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like for me, like I haven't really gotten like too many haters when it comes to like the work me, huh? Uh, But like I do, I have a YouTube channel with like makeup. um, And for me, whenever the haters come, I'm usually like, oh, hey, you found me. Like, that's great. (laughs) You know, like, damn, we are, (laughs) for me, it's more like, damn, we are growing, you know, this hateful little person found and stumbled upon my page, you know? (laughs) So I just look at it like that. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, it is cool that like, oh, wow, you're so big that now people, not everybody's going to love it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know which one of these signs makes me a little sensitive because sometimes it hurts my feelings. I'm not even going to lie. Like we pretend to be strong, but it's it's like, okay, all right. Um, Why are you on the page then if you don't like it? It could be the Leo rising because, you know, while they are little lionesses, it's a little kitty cat inside, you know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm like... Just don't buy it then I don't right? want you to buy anything right just People don't look just at it think, keep scrolling yeah you need to like hear their opinions or like sometimes it, it can even be sometimes maybe even with like the older demographic on Facebook where they're just like let me write a diary of all my thoughts so I'm like uh, we don't need to hear that don't do that don't do that yeah it's like go somewhere else there, there right. are plenty of other spaces that you may like this is clearly not the space for you but I don't know it's I'm rambling. <laughs> it, it comes with the territory. Um, and I feel like, but that's just like a sign of growth in general. You're going to get those, but that's a good way. Just block it, forget it. It's not worth your energy. I feel like sometimes you have exactly. to really just understand. It's like, okay, what is this going to do? Also, how does it make your brand look? So it's like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. Bye is better. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, um, so it's just you right now as part of your team, like with everything that you're doing, do you ever see yourself wanting to take Vela Negra on full time or would you just add another <laughs> item that you, another passion <laughs> to all of your I have projects? a lot of passions. I have a lot of projects written down that I'm like, again, I keep notebooks. So there's stuff that's coming, but, um, I definitely want to scale it um, larger, but I'm trying to figure out a way to scale it and maintain quality, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I still want it to be hand poured. Um, I still want human hands on it, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when you take out that piece, and it's not so much that, okay, you can make more faster. There is something that goes into it that it's intangible because somebody made it with their hands. so it's going to be more bodies. Um, my little cousin <laughs> works part-time with me, um, but I'm going to have to hire some more people just to be able to sustain the growth because there are bigger opportunities like happening and in play that I can't make them all by myself. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely need help. Um, so I'm working on that. Nice. Well, yeah. good luck, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. See it scaling, growing, looking forward to that. Um, and what would you yeah. say has been the most challenging part about running your business? Um, the balance, definitely. Um, this is my first product-based business. So I had other businesses where it's the service and you are the service. Or even travel, I'm connecting with vendors and it's more like supervising and project management in a way. 
but this having to make sure that everything is right, understanding like cost of goods and things like that, um, your profit margins, creating an experience because I also wanted to create an experience and not cheapen it out, right? Mm -hmm. I could just toss in a box, ship it out, here's your stuff, but I want you to have a sensory experience when you're opening it. Like you get the box, inside the box is a tube, inside the tube is a velvet pouch, inside the velvet pouch is your vela because you're spending your hard-earned money. Like I know when I make a decision to make a luxury purchase, it's because I actually want this thing. I believe in this thing. Um, and that's my hard earned money, like, <laughs> you know? So I want it to be worthwhile um, for people. Um, I forgot the question. I'm so sorry, I am rambling. <laughs> what has been the most challenging part? Uh, yes, sorry. <laughs> balance all, balancing all of those balance. things. That's just production yes. part. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um, balance and the um, launching in the middle of COVID, right? Okay. Supply shortages is, I don't know why I did that. I don't know why, why I didn't start when I first wrote the thing down because I probably have like things in motion, right? So it's been pivoting and shifting and finding new vendors and having two or three backups when this company doesn't ship this vessel out or you can't get it until six months from now, like there was a wax company that was like, yeah, we have a 12 week lead time, but we're not taking new orders until February. And I was like, you know, I need like at least 30 cases of wax. So (laughs) you know, so things like that, being really creative and being flexible and also being transparent, like, hey, shipping is fucked or Mm -hmm. I can't find this vessel or this is going to be off the site for a while until this, this, this comes back in stock or gets back in the country and through customs. Like I had a time, it took three months for vessels to come last winter. I placed the order in September. They didn't show up till December. Uh. And I was like, And then wax was sold out. And I was like, what the? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) What is going on, right? Um, But moving through that stuff, and I think that's the growing pains, right? Of Mm -hmm. working with the businesses, with a business like this. Um, And yeah, oof, my sleep schedule was fucked last year. (laughs) Well, it's definitely like a resilience too, because it's like, hey, if you can start and maintain a business during COVID, you know, like talk about the challenges because there's always going to be, especially like, and that's how, you know, you've got the entrepreneur spirit too. Cause it's like, that's all it is. is pivot, pivot, pivot. Nine times yeah. out of 10, things aren't going to work out. You got to figure something mm-hmm. else out on the fly and then advertise mm-hmm. it as if, oh yeah, this is what I had all along. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. But, um, uh, it's, um, that right now has been the most difficult challenge. And then I would say also trying to figure out how you get from or go from your kitchen to, all right, now I'm in Target. Now I'm in this place because nobody really talks about that in between space. Mm -hmm. It's just, I made it or I'm doing it. And it's like, well, what did you do between the doing and the made it? Like, Mm -hmm. what is that? What Talk to me about that. So trying to find mentors, I guess, really to you know, really talk to and like community is one thing, but sometimes if everybody's at the same place, nobody knows what to do next. Yeah. And it's cool for support, but now we all need to figure out how do we get from here to where we want to go and trying to identify people who not only can 
help you and see you, but who want to and are willing to. Um, I started reaching out to people. Was like, look, I'll pay you for your time as consultant, you know, because mm-hmm. um, I understand that time is money, but. I need, I need this knowledge and I don't know where to find it. It's not on the internet. I can't do a Google search because people hold their secrets very close sometimes, but yeah, that's what I'm working on now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mental mentor, (laughs) mentor level up is definitely like a big thing, but then also, yeah, like trying to find a mentor, like you said, that sees you and, you know, specifically where it's like, someone who comes from where I've like, I've come from and started where I started. Like sometimes when I'm like listening to some of like, you know, entrepreneur podcasts or side hustle, like starting it um, mm. and stuff. Actually, that's why I really love the side hustle pro podcast. Not sure if you've heard that one. Yes. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, I yeah. love her. I love her. Yeah. Um, but because she also, you know, she mainly talks to black women, women of color, um, as opposed to maybe like some of these entrepreneurs on fire or how I built this, where a lot of their stories are like, Oh, and then my mom gave me 10k or and then my parents gave me 20k or you know I had this right I'm like yeah I'm like uh okay you had me yeah I'm like you had me up until you went from the side of the road to you're in every CVS in the world like what the right (sighs) like I was only so broke I couldn't afford a loft apartment you know on the upper west side like (laughs) no no that's not what I need to hear how are you doing it with nothing to something you know like that's what I need to hear how do you or like people who was like oh and I had the privilege because you know my husband made x amount of money so I could quit my job and take this on full time and no that's not my story (laughs) I have to work I have a mortgage to pay so yes Tell me about that. Don't just casually say, yeah, in the end of our second year, we did a million dollars in revenue. Houseway. What? <laughs> yeah, th- there you go. It's like, excuse me, what? So I don't know. I don't know how to bridge that gap, um, but I'm very persistent. So I just send random cold emails to people um, who I think are doing it. I don't know, but, and see what I get back, you know? Um, most people are really cool. Um, some people just don't know or they may not respond, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, and even as I'm doing this, like I may know more than somebody else and being open to people who reach out like, hey, how do I da 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 da? Like, I can't tell you my the secrets for my formulas, but yeah, it might be, hey, try this or look over here for da 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 da. Um, that's a balance. <laughs> trying to do that oh what a libro all the balance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all this balance yeah trying to find all the balance okay and then so you kind of mentioned but i don't know if in general if you can talk about um because i know a lot of us like to move in silence too what goals do you have for your business maybe in general that you can share with us manifest it here in the podcast um i will speak general um (laughs) I do write I write all of my stuff down um so one of the things that I would like to do is make sure that the partnerships and brand partnerships I'm a part of are meaningful um impactful um that I know when to say no Mm -hmm. it comes to things like that but also knowing when to say yes to the right opportunity and finding opportunities that will help to expand the reach of Vela Negra. Um, I would like to do more retail, but maybe higher end retail, um, or I don't know, 
we do specialized lines for other places, right? Um, revenue is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, have, I have revenue goals, but not so much revenue revenue that will also pay me because I just started paying myself in September. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. a big step. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I started reading uh, Profit First and I was like, oh, wait, I can take a profit. Well, here we go. <laughs> putting that um, into play and it makes sense, right? Um, what did I say? Revenue, retail. Um, I like collaborations. So again, with the partnerships and collaborations, things like that, that make sense. Um, and growth, like I don't want to keep working out of my house. So I would like mm-hmm. either turn this house into a candle studio or get a space that I can create out of and have that just be Vela Negra and for Vela Negra um, and let it do what it does and reach the right people. Um, yeah. Nice. Hopefully, hopefully looking forward, going to be following for some peaks into maybe some things in the future. And yeah, like you said, definitely for like finding their own space to, you know, just to have that like separation sometimes being able to turn Mm -hmm. boundaries with yourself and your business. (laughs) Yes. Turning it off. It's all here. Like all I I have candles all over the place. Um, So it's, it's a little bit overwhelming. I would like to, uh, Take one home, <laughs> not have it in the bathroom and in the bedroom oh and in the da, 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 da. like, nah, let's uh, spread it out. Yeah. I'm running out of space. I'm like, I need a house soon. I was like, I have all this stuff back here. It's crazy. Yep. It's getting crazy. Yep. It gets crazy. Photo studio. No, I get it. Photo studios in the house. Your studio studios in the house. Your manufacturing, shipping, unloading is in the house. Like, I don't have a garage. Oh. I, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot, and that's what I mean when like people don't talk about that part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of us who are doing it and doing great work, but we could do that much greater work if we knew how to get right in there, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good luck with mentors, and yeah, that's definitely something in the back of my mind too. Mentors anybody you know has any tips or anything um because i feel like that is definitely a very important step for growth too so everybody get a mentor in 2022 nice okay so before i finish some very side hustle pro inspired lightning round questions (laughs) at the very end you're like oh no i know what this is (laughs) but try not to ramble (laughs) (laughs) so first thing that comes to mind um you can ramble a little bit it's okay (laughs) so first question who is a latina an afro-latina or just woman in general who inspires you I really love uh, Bianca Kia. She does Yo Soy Afro Latina. Um, Yeah, yeah, she's really dope. Um, Also, Janae Wright, she does hashtag I'm enough. And Nydia Simone, um, she's over a Black Tina. And I'm finding new brands like every day. So those are just the first three that come to mind. But there are a lot more. Um, But yeah, those three come to mind, top of my head. Oh, okay. Yeah, a couple new ones for me too. I have to check them out. Okay. Um, what is the best piece of advice you have ever received mm. for business or just in general? Um, both. They could, you know, align for uh-huh. life <laughs> to manage. Yeah. Um, what's for you is for you. Mm. Nobody can take it away. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can take away what's for you. Nobody can stop what's coming for you. Um, if it's yours, you'll have it. 
Okay, I like that. Snap, snap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a business like yours? Test, 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 test. But also be okay with it being not dangerous and perfect, but imperfect, right? <laughs> Cause you got to put the shit out, right? Don't mm-hmm. just test and test and test. You have to put your stuff out, get some feedback and then tweak based on the feedback. Um, but test, 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 ask questions, um, research what you need to research, trademark what you need to trademark, um, own your stuff, own your website. It's like owning your masters. It's not like I'm in the music industry, but not like own your, <laughs> own your masters, right? Um, mm-hmm. Own your website, trademark your stuff. Um, yeah, test, test, test. <laughs> Testing. Okay. <laughs> um, what is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? So it can be a book, podcast, app, anything. Um, two books that I come back to. One is, um, David Schwartz, the magic of thinking big or the magical the big magic of magical thinking, the magical thinking of thinking big, something like that. Okay. David Schwartz is David the author. Schwartz. Yeah. Um, it seems corny at first, but by the time you get through the book, you've hyped yourself up and you're just like, yeah, I got this. I'm the shit. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna kill this. Right. <laughs> um, and then in terms of actually mindset and turning your hobby or your people play at business and say they're entrepreneur, but when it's really time to do like your taxes and your stuff like Ugh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to really deal with that, but really treating your business like a business uh, profit first is another great book um, that I really love just in terms of breaking it down, making your accounting on one side as streamlined as possible. So you can literally open up your accounting app, your bank app, whatever you're using, you can see how much money you have to work with in your operating expenses, how much you set aside for taxes, how much you have for profit for the quarter, how much are you paying yourself, right? Just do, 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 do. And it becomes like a lifestyle. You start treating your business as it should be treated. Your business is supposed to help you. It's not supposed to drain you, at least financially. So mm-hmm. that's been really great. I'm going to order that one on Amazon next. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. It's uh, it's a game changer. Oof. Game okay. Changer. When I find it, I'll link yeah. it in the show notes for everybody to get on it from a Capricorn okay. moon sister. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Okay. Yeah. If there is anything you could change about your journey, what would it be? Nothing. Nothing. I don't generally have regrets. Um, because even the stuff where I'm like, oh my God, that was horrible. I don't know why I did it like that. Um, the reason why it reveals itself later on. Um, like, why do you spend all that money on that instead of putting it into this? Or why did you go this route instead of that route? Why didn't you make it like this instead of like that? You did what you had to do to get to the iteration that you're at now. Um, so no nothing and I can see things where I'm like man if you had done it mm-hmm. gone left instead of right like it would be but no where I'm supposed to be <laughs> it's worked out the way it's supposed to work out so yeah no regrets at this lessons point. no regrets but lessons exactly <laughs> exactly 
Awesome. Okay. And then final questions, where can listeners connect with you online? Yes. Um, you can find us on our website, www.thebelanegra.com um, slash shop. If you want to shop, um, you can find us on Instagram at the Bella Negra. You can find us on Facebook at the Bella Negra. You can also shop us at Macy's, um, just go to Macy's.com and we're in, um, select stores. We're in the Herald Square store and we're in, um, Tyson's corner here in Virginia. Um, I don't know what other stores we're in in person, but we're in those stores in person and we're at Salt and Sundry in DC online and in shop. And yeah, that's it right now. Nice. And if you follow Vela Negra on Instagram, you can find her personal profile with all of her other ventures. If you want to check out a class too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Got classes coming up in January. So start that back up again. Yeah. All right. Let's get through these final seasons. Awesome. So those are all of my questions. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me and have the Work Me Hot audience learn a little bit more about Vela Negra. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, online. I will link everything in the show notes as well as I will find the correct name for that book for you. (laughs) So we can we can definitely, you know, learn a little bit more and just catch up with, you know our finances. (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening to the Work Mija podcast. Make sure to follow Work Mija and Vela Negra online. And so we can keep an eye on and see everything, you know, hopefully all the goals and all the growth for Vela Negra and see what another year brings and hopefully some of these potential partnerships. Thank you so much, Aisha, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This was really cool. (laughs) and thank you for any of the Negra audience listening as well don't forget to tune in to some more podcasts to learn about more amazing women more amazing Latinas doing their thing and you know hopefully becoming mentors for some of us as well (laughs) (laughs) thank you all so much until next time bye